In today's society, entrepreneurial ventures have been considered increasingly popular. The dedicated visionaries who indulge in these ventures are members of an elite squad worthy of talking that icon-ish. These are their stories. Hello, hello, and welcome world. This is Icon-ish, the home of free game in free form for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I am your host, Drea Will, and I got something super special lined up for you today. Now, this COVID pandemic has turned our world literally upside down. I mean, there's been so much suffering, and I want to say, first and foremost, my prayers and my condolences go out to the world, everybody. On the other side of that, I am so curious about what pop culture's entrepreneurs are up to, how this COVID-19 is affecting their business, are they still working, and what's next? So I decided to make some phone calls and find out. Now, this first guest Went from passing out business cards on the train to crashing birthday bash stage, getting kicked out of Phillips Arena to personal photographer, personal assistant, and now road manager for one of the greatest, the biggest hip-hop acts in the world, Future. Yes, free band gangs, dirty sprite, mask off, Future. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guest, Dwight the Shooter Elder. It is so many gems in this one, man. I hope y'all taking notes. Free game, free game, free game, free game. Let's go. Hello. Hello, hello. Dwight? Hello? Yeah. What's good? It's Drea. Drea, what's up with you? Not much. How you doing? Cool. Sitting back watching TV. What you watching? Imitation game. We on Netflix, Hulu, cable? This is on Fire Stick, I think. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's on the Fire Stick. I got the Fire Stick, so I'll be mixing it in. True, I already know. But I can't get into none of the apps. Like, all the apps, I got to sign in, log in. So they said that's something else I got to do. That's what's up. It's cool with it. Been watching a lot of TV lately, huh? That's all I got to do. I'll be working out. I'll be on the computer reading. I'm just trying to educate myself on stuff. I I mean, stuff, preparing myself for stuff that I got to do once this, once people be able to kind of interact again. Absolutely. How are you? I mean, is all your family safe, family, friends? Yeah, yeah. Actually, my family is like a tight-knit family, so they kind of, my, my mom's birthday is today, so she, they about oh. to, we have like a ranch with horses and stuff, so I ride horses and shit, so. Oh, snap. That's um, dope. They go into the ranch and stuff and have a barbecue out there for her. That's what's up, <laughs> man. So, I know you personally. Uh, we yeah. have been in the same circle for, you know, a long time, mm-hmm. even seven, eight Absolutely. years or whatever, seen each other in passing. We've mm-hmm. never really, you know, sat down and had a conversation, but I know what mm-hmm. you do. So, for the people that don't know mm-hmm. who you are and what you do, let them know. Well, what I do is I started off as a photographer, obviously, just to kind of backtrack a little bit. I came from the tech world. I worked for Apple for uh, seven years, picked up a camera, started shooting, got addicted to taking pictures. And I was in California. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to just move. I just up and left and just took a risk and jumped out on faith and no job, no nothing, quit Apple and went to go chase photography full time. Moved all the way to Atlanta from California, and once I got to Atlanta, I just was hitting the ground running. I didn't have a car. I didn't have. I just got in my apartment when I got here. Had an air mattress, some boxes, and that's it. And a camera, and I had one Airbnb flashlight and a pocket full of business cards. And I was on a train, like literally every single day, just wow. walking around and just handing out my business cards to people, trying to 
just contract business. You know, I didn't have no job or nothing. So the money I had was all off savings. So I was just trying to just make money off of, you know, just shooting people for a hundred dollars here, $200 here, mm-hmm. $300 here, you know, baby shower pictures and just doing stuff like that off of people. I just interact with in my day to day life. But every day I was out with my camera and a pocket full of business cards, taking pictures until one guy, Lona man, my brother, he like my brother, but rap artist from Chicago, he mm-hmm. ended up giving me, um, I ended up giving him my business card. You know, I heard he did music and he invited me to come shoot for him. It was during birthday bash for the summer. Mm-hmm. And I came out and he was with Future. And I kind of started seeing like, oh shit, he was Future. I started mm-hmm. taking pictures with both of them. But they're moving around the city in cars and stuff and driving around. I had to get on the train. The so, train. Yeah. It's, you know, it's 100 degrees in Atlanta. I'm running up the street full speed. Hurry up, getting to the you train. I'm leaving. Yeah, all my equipment. Jeez. I got cameras. I got, got everything computer lenses everything in my backpack running up the street sweating man on the train trying to get to Linux before they got there so when they pull up i'm already there, already there yeah uh birthday bash i actually was with them and i ended up not being able to get into the concert because obviously you had so many people with him to get into the concert he was headlining right. and all his family and everybody was there so i literally couldn't get into the concert no ticket no pass nobody to answer the phone to give me an nothing. so yeah I just oh. hopped the back gate. Wow. Hopped the back gate at Fifth Serena. And I'm all back there by the air conditioning machines and shit. And yeah. then they're in the door. I seen the door, went in the door, and I'm backstage at the concert now. And I snuck my way in. And um, not only that, I snuck my way on the stage. Wow. And I'm on the stage taking pictures of Future Right performing. And the security got me. And they get him off the stage. They kicked me out. Mm-hmm. Kicked me out the whole arena. But afterwards, Future ended up asking my homeboy Zona, who I was working for at the time. He ended up asking Zona, like, man, that dude that's with you. He was like, man, that dude doing all of that, all of this on the train. And Zona was like, yeah. He said, man, I want to meet this dude. He a hustler. And yeah. that's when he invited me to the studio. And then he told me he wanted me to be his photographer. And, wow. and I started from there on out. I was traveling the world with him. And then, you know, a couple of years later, I ended up becoming his personal assistant. And then I just, as I grew, I started to try to eliminate, you know, positions that he that he didn't need to go and find, find somebody, somebody externally right. outside to do it. You know, so like instead of him, you know, he has a stylist, Bobby, who, who's this personal stylist who does events and stuff like that. But on everyday, day-to-day basis, you know, it's like, if he needs something, I go to the mall and I go get fits for him. You know what I mean? And then he don't need nobody to have a day-to-day stylist because I can do that. Or if he needed to move around, I would drive him around. Or if he needed, you know, anything, he needed you know, to run a security team. I ran the security team. So I became like this renaissance man to be able to do and take on a lot of positions around me. And um, then I became his, his role manager. Um, what? and then I became in doing role management, which kind of bled into concerts and knowing how to, you know, maintain the concerts and knowing right. what we're supposed to do, stage sets, yep. music, what's supposed to be played, when yep. it's supposed to be played, when he's coming out, special guests, you know, different stuff, yeah, that's you know crazy. what I'm saying, that you got to do with concerts, make sure his, his dressing room, everything is laid out with all the vibes and candles and everything, you know, all the way down, but it doesn't stop there for me because it, it also bleeds into his day-to-day life too. Right. Whereas when he goes and leaves the concert and goes to the studio, I still have to make sure that he got the beats, that he got everything he needs, all his snacks that he needs in the studio when it's time for him to eat. Make sure I know that so he ain't got to think about it. So right, right. basically all he got to do is just rap. But that's just what I do. I, I basically kind of run his day-to-day operations. Wow. I didn't even know it was that deep, bro. Yeah. I had no idea. That's amazing. <laughs> that's 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 yeah. That's a lot crazy. of people don't because it's like a lot of the stuff that I do is just kind of like low key. I don't really too much advertise right, except right. for like pictures that I take, but I don't advertise that I do like all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't know. 
right. that his other people that work for other artists, you know, photographers for other artists that I know, and they'd be like, yo, do you know this person that I'm working for? He got five different people on staff that you're doing by yourself with yeah. one person. You know what I'm saying? Like being one person, you know, other people that got five or six different people that right. they got doing all of these different tasks. You know what I'm saying? And you lock and, all that. You know, up. you're one person knocking them all out. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. A lot of work, a lot of sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, and, um, absolutely. You always got to consistently grow because working for an artist like Future is, you know what I'm saying? He's somebody that, I mean, I, I would say he works harder than practically on almost anybody in the industry. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's no other rapper that, that's in the studio as much as he is that does as many songs as he does a night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the biggest songs that people like was made all on one night. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Fuck up some commas, real sisters, yeah. March Madness, all of that was made in one night. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like That's crazy. people thinking that it's spread it out now. Like he's a workaholic. So with that said, us being people that work with him, you know, uh, which is everybody that's on staff, we have to make sure that we are, you know, on point on and point. working just as hard as he is. You know For what I'm sure. saying? For sure. That, to, we have to deliver the same thing. That definitely should give you a workout just as far as your skill levels. You know, there. I said that should definitely help you out as far as your skill level, you know, because you're yeah. you're doing yeah. all these things and you're just you're just growing. You're building on top of stuff that came naturally for you. You know what I mean? That's exactly exactly insane, man. That's you're unstoppable exactly. regardless of where yeah. you're at. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's really, that's the best part about it. Is now it's like being able to channel it into avenues and stuff like that where I can actually do it for myself as well right. and be able to like kind of grow my business because I do other stuff outside of working with him too personally you know in business with real estate and right. I do a lot with energy efficiency and stuff like that being able to make commercial buildings and stuff energy efficient being able to you know what I'm saying I do a lot of stuff with that too some Amazon companies and stuff that I got with my business partner right. but um yeah I do other stuff outside of that too so it helps transition it helps transition from that mind state, that work ethic into my personal because I gained it on a high level. Right. You know what I mean? Whereas you have to step into those shoes. Like right. anything that we feel like needs to be done, it has to get done the next day. It can't be like, let me figure it out or let me try to work on it and let me call somebody. It's like, no, you, if it's something that's the, the most the most biggest task that you got to take on that you never thought you could do, you have to literally wake up the next day and actually make it happen. Not only make it happen, but make it happen with top quality, it can't just be mm-hmm. no, uh, it was all right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, you have to like plan this whole trip or vacation that you never knew you had to do in a whole foreign country. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it's definitely something you got to always yeah. walk in big shoes. And your dedication, you know what I mean? I applaud yeah. you for that. Absolutely. Just the fact of being on a train, you know, passing yeah. out business cards and actually touching the people. And that's one thing I always mention is just, the lack of effort, you know what I mean? For people that say they want something, but it's like, mm-hmm. how much do you want it? Cause do you want to just say right. that you want it or do you want it? Cause right. if you want it, you're going to get up at 8 AM, 7 AM, 6 AM. You're going to hop on the train, the bus. It forces whatever you. you need to do. It forces you. Yeah, man. You're forced you, to do it. Cause that's what has to be done. Absolutely, and I don't man. think everybody get it because I man. think the world today has allowed it to be advertised and sometimes it's falsely advertised where people can just feel like, okay, if I can show that I can do it, people won't believe it, but I don't actually have to be this person because the, the the work is is done. like, it's ugly. You know what I'm saying? They don't look pretty. They don't look glamorous. They don't look cool. You know what I'm saying? You actually kind of throw yourself under the bus doing certain things because 
that's just the groundwork and the hard work and the foundation you got to put in for it to be for you to reap the benefits later. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. For you to for you to sow those seeds, but so many people miss it because they think the glam and the glitz and the glam part is the cool part. Right. The watches, the jewelry, the, the clothes, the this, the cars, the girls. So they get kind of caught up in that part and don't really understand what it takes to actually gain that. You know what I'm saying? Because they kind of think finite. People get a hundred thousand, hundred thousand, fifty thousand dollars, and they cool. They like I'm, I'm banked up. Mm-hmm. I'm doing what I need to do. But it's like, man, like how do you not think billions? How do you yeah, not think exactly. like a hundred million, two hundred million? And that's where my mind state is. So this what I'm doing ain't even satisfying to me. You know what I'm right. saying it's a stepping stone, but it ain't enough. Ain't you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It ain't it. Because there's way more to be done. It's just being able to figure out each level that you get to how much more needs to be done because it requires a certain level of sacrifice right. of the old you. People, people don't know how to they don't know how to get rid of that old them. They stuck on that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right, let's pay some bills. Now check this out. I know firsthand that starting a small business is tough. Just finding the time to work on it can be a struggle between full and part-time jobs, spending time with the family, taking care of home, and it can all start to feel like you have nowhere to zone out and really lock in on growing your business. Room to work may be just what you need. It's the only place in Atlanta where you can work, meet, store your inventory, and record your podcast under one roof. There are no high membership fees, and you get to customize the plan and price that you want. Yes, you can afford a workspace that you love. On top of that, you can use my code ICONISH to get free time in their podcast studio, co-working space, meeting room, warehouse, whatever. Visit them online right now, room2work.com. Schedule your tour today. Don't forget my code ICONISH and tell them I sent you. When this whole COVID-19 situation came into light, where were you mm-hmm. and what were you doing in that moment? Actually, I was in L.A. and I was I was actually working. And I think we were at the studio or something. And I was flying back home just kind of get some stuff straight with my, my personal life. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just kind of came into play that they wanted people to kind of, you know, kind of stay at home and stay away a little bit. So I just locked in and just... I was here at the crib, yeah. and I've just been here ever since. But I've, I've always been, I'm my only child, so I've always been a loner. So I ain't really too much. When I'm at home, I'm at home by myself anyway, chilling. I'm really tripping off of mm-hmm. being out in the environment. So I kind of enjoy it, you know. Yeah. And fortunate enough that I put in a lot of work to where I don't have to worry about finances and mm-hmm. me not working and me not making them. Like, I still make money, obviously, now yeah, off but- of, like, residuals that I do. Mm-hmm. But being able to go out and hustle and make money, I can't really do that, obviously. So right. being able to be comfortable enough to do it, I mean, I'm blessed to be able to do that. But like I said, there's no excuse. You know, you got to take this as a sign to be able to say, okay, I got to get to it and I got to get to work. And so I can know that if anything else like this happens, I'm going to be able to be in a financial position where I can take care of my family still yeah. and not have to worry about stuff. You know what I'm saying? You got to put in that work. Yeah. But now people that didn't put in the work, they kind of looking at it now like, fuck, like, yeah. what I'm going to do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what I'm going to do? I don't have no money coming in. I need to hustle. I'm trying to figure out if I can do this income tax stuff. They're going to give me some money back. Yeah. I'm trying to find every dime I can get yeah. take the risk of riding Uber every day. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, they're not really, but it's the work you put in before. It ain't no excuses for it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no excuses for it. You put in the work. I don't care what position you're in in life. Whatever position you're in in life. If you put in the work, you're going to reap the benefits. Absolutely. And, and stay But if you want to just, yeah, you got to. It's an everyday thing. Every day you wake up. Yeah. 
Are every you, single day you wake up. Say it again. So are you still doing anything virtually? I mean, I know you do the photography, so is mm-hmm. there any anything coming in as far as clientele or anything? Well, photography-wise, because like, I'm, I'm loyal, so you know, I shoot other people if, if needed. If somebody reach out, usually people don't because they think I'm too busy because I work with Future. Right. So they already think I'm already gone, gone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if people wanted to hit me up, you know, you can hit me up and just be like, yo, look, I need to shoot this or I need an album cover. I need this because a lot of people don't know I do. I help with like a lot of creative direction, too, mm-hmm. for what we do at Free Bands. You know what I'm saying? Like with albums and, you know what I'm saying? And all of that stuff, like the ideas and concepts and video ideas, all of that, like, you know, stage sets and all of that. I work with the creative team, too. So I do a lot of that as well. So if people ever need that. You know, I can also help with that, but people always think that I'm too busy for it. So I really don't get too much extra business in photography outside of future. Right. But more so what I do now is I'm, I'm big on day trading stocks. Nice. Like, so I trade a lot. So like, you know, Apple and Tesla and like I got a lot of different options and stuff that I trade. So that usually keeps money flowing. But right now I've just been kind of really trying to build on other avenues with my business partner, Lee, who we work together like tight with. He went to Morehouse, but um, I work tight with him with a lot of building on real estate and stuff like that, getting a lot of these absentee houses and stuff like that and just buying them and fixing them up, find other people that one might want to buy it mm-hmm. and brokering those deals and getting paid off of that. Okay. And then on the flip side also, I have my brother Mark, who I work with, who also is a Morehouse alum, but he's from Oakland where I'm from. And every day is the day working in progress we build it on the app every single day we're building on the app every single day like we're adding more and more information because now you can just go into your local grocery store building and see who owns it when they owned it what grants they can get how much energy that they're using consuming mm-hmm. and we go in there and we just we get them the money and the financing to be able to get their building redone and be able to make it more energy efficient changing out the lights the hvac system right. they're using a lot of water putting water recycle systems in there they can save money but it's like a new curve of the world that people don't know about it's necessary for sure it's something that it's like real estate before real estate hit before real estate was big it's you're gonna see like and eventually at some point you know people gonna be like wow like i remember people just talking about that the other day (laughs) and now look at this everywhere and everybody want to do this because that's how real estate was at one point in time we're talking about flipping houses and all of that kind of stuff people just buying houses to live in them yeah for sure they weren't talking about i'm finna finna flip it fix it up and sell it for more like people weren't doing that kind of hustle but when that was in nobody wasn't knowing about it it wasn't us and people caught on that's the same thing with this energy efficiency stuff because that's what the world is coming to. But people don't look at that when they go on CNN, when they go on CNBC, when they look at stocks and all that. They don't look at the energy stuff. The energy stuff is what, that's the new wave. Man, I'm here for it. I'm here going for green it. is a new wave. I'm here for it, bro. Thank you so much. One other thing I wanted to say too is yeah. the entrepreneurial mindset. It's not just one lane. As we're listening to you there's multiple streams of income, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs feel like, okay, it's this one business. And if this doesn't work, you know, this is not it for me. Forgetting the fact that you can work, but you also Mm -hmm. need to expand that portfolio just a little bit. Cause in times like, like, yeah, like you never know what's going to happen. I've always said, you know, I always focus on plan A, never have a plan B because plan B just distracts you from plan A. Mm. So I've always focused on my plan A first, which was photography. That was my vehicle. Right. It got me into position. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I focused on that. 
But when you focus on it, you have to depend on it 100%. That means you got to lean. You got to take that leap of faith. You can't, if you don't take the leap of faith, you'll never know what you're going to do. Like Michael Jordan says, you can't miss the shot you don't take. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? I was engaged at the time, so I had like a fiance who was, you know, they were looking for money for this wedding that I was planning from 3,000 miles away. Because mind you, after I proposed, I ended up leaving and moving to a whole other state. So I took the sacrifice in my relationship also, too, to chase this photography dream because I knew this is where I could make it at mm-hmm. in Atlanta. So I took that sacrifice. And when I moved out here, I didn't have no place. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. I was, like, really struggling. You know what I'm saying? But I always, I never went to go get a job because I've always depended on my plan A. Right. And my plan A went for me. And when I kept doing it, I kept going, I kept going, I kept shooting until it caught. Once it caught, I had a lot of faith in it. And it didn't look good. It didn't look pretty for me. I got evicted out of my place, everything. But when it hit, it hit. And then from there on out, you start, once you get it and you start making the capital out plan A, then you can start doing everything else that you love to do on the outside of it too because you have the financial comfort to be able to do what you need to do. You can start hitting all of those other things. But a lot of people that's millionaires, man, they got them one thing. Like I just went to this guy's house about, worth about $27 million house. Sheesh. And I'm like, what is it? I'm like, you know, we just trying to figure out like what to do. Did and guess what he do? He makes the signs that you put in the window that says "baby on board." What? You know, for when you got a baby yes, on board, the little cautionary, uh, the little caution, uh, little thing that say "baby on board." <sighs> the creator. That's the only thing he ever did. That's mind And he, paid, he bought him a twenty-seven million dollar house. That's how rich he is from off of that. But there's just so many different hustles and little small things that you can do right. for people just not being creative, creative. and innovative enough, yep. and then they're not just creating. Like there's a difference between being creative and actually creating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can be creative as hell, but if you're not actually creating it, then it's pointless. Dope. Because it's in your mind. That's good. That's good, man. So, yeah, absolutely. So, I know we've talked about the app, the energy efficiency. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, what's next for you? Actually, that is probably the biggest next up to me. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, people don't understand how how huge this is. This is like one of those tech companies where realvalue.io is the name of our company and that's also the website too so but it's a company that you know that people don't understand like how big it is with the valuations and stuff we get from the company from like tech experts and not only that also people that are in this field and venture capitalists and stuff like that is like giving us huge so it's like this is something that we're really really focusing on this is like our netflix this is our like our google this is our amazon our Uber, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like this is this is that type of idea. So we really really focusing on developing this to the max and every day it's getting it's getting more and more and more efficient for those who are doing energy audits. Because there's a lot of people doing it and they're taking the hard long route because it's a numbers game. The more buildings that I can hit, the more money that I make. So if I'm doing this manually I can probably do two, three a day. But if I'm doing this through the app, I can see all the ones in my area that I want to go to, and I can hit those buildings specifically a lot faster. Yeah. And now it's more efficient. So that's what people are looking at. Also, too, just keep on, you know, buying more properties and trying to flip those and fix those up. But I'm just kind of sticking with this wave for right now because this was working, you know, and I'm going to just run this one until it runs out because this is just what I know. And not only that, now that we're talking about it, it's just this conversation is at the kind of like beginner phase of it of what I'm doing you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so you just caught me at the beginning of it so we're yep. still trying to really make this big as what it needs to be that's so cool. that's really what I've been focusing on is this dope super exclusive right here <laughs> uh, so tell them, uh, tell them the website again if spell that out for us and then let them know where they can find you on Instagram 
My Instagram is the shooter, T H E S H O O T R R. My website is the shooter.com. That's all I can really get out of it. I mean, the website is R E V A L U E dot I O. So just revalue. Okay. Revalue dot I O. Yeah, R E V A L U E dot I O. Yeah. All right, y'all go check that out, man. Dwight, thank you so much for getting online. Thank you. With me today. Appreciate it. I appreciate you telling your story. Um, uh, We're gonna have to do something outside of here, man. We need to we need to talk. Absolutely. You seem, seem like a super intelligent individual. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got yeah, a lot of stuff link, going man. on. I got other little hustles everybody else can make money off of. Me and my business partners, we make money off of helping everybody else make money. So that's really what it is. Is we really doing it as far as everything else with my photography anything i also you know because i do work in the music industry and i work with an artist I also too always looking for you know dope producers you know what i'm saying with beats mm-hmm. and dope songwriters and dope artists as well too so you know if anybody ever want to hit me up to this that shooter hit me up on instagram you know i always listen to beats and producers and everything else too just to see who's hot and who's next you know what i'm saying so. All right, there it is. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, be easy.